0: Okay, my friends, we are live here, nine thirty a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Stefan Meyer with you at itssouls.com, the website, the Early Bird podcast sessions. It's Friday, and on Fridays we theme our sessions to the socio-political landscape, which seems to be decaying every day, doesn't it? Yeah, it just seems to be spiraling out of control to the world of the nonsensical. Eh, yeah, sadly, that seems to be the case. Well, it doesn't only seem to be the case. It is the case. For those of us paying attention, of course, we see the problem quite clearly. Um, People don't believe in God no more. We're all a bunch of animals, and we've chosen to act like animals. So we uh, put animals in power to uh, govern animals, and so welcome to the oppression, to the tyranny, to the broken country, the fallen nation. And, um how we deal with it, how we should um, navigate through these challenges uh, that come our way through government policies that are immoral against God. And uh, we, in our part to play, responsible, independently accountable uh, to God, first and foremost, and our fellow man, our neighbors. What do we do as Christians? Well, we got to weather the storm, obviously. We've been able to uh, receive information from an inspired book, 66 inspired books, right? The Holy Bible, uh, time-tested and proven. It's there for us, for our education, for our guidance, to learn this wisdom, this, uh, this divine, um, how should I say, this divine knowledge written through the penmanship of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's, it's where we need to go to learn how to cope, deal with, address, courageously persevere through this current landscape where we live in a world completely upside down. Good is evil. Evil is good. Men can get pregnant. Plastic straws is a threat to humanity. Abortion is health care, right? Mass genocide and murdering people of all ages, well, that's, you know... That's science. How do we deal with that as Christians? Well, with a peaceful heart, with a balanced mind, a seasoned approach, we pray for our enemies. We love our enemies. We make ourselves productive for our Lord and Master. We proclaim the truth of his Son, because the more that follow his Son, the less we're going to have to worry about those people. See, people who love Jesus don't tend to want to murder their neighbors because the weather's changing. Don't tend to want to murder little babies because, well, they just might be an inconvenience to our sinful lifestyle. Don't tend to want to murder seniors because, well, they're just old and in the way. They don't tend to want to murder our youth, our teenagers, because, well, they're depressed today. Now, people who love Jesus tend to live a decent, moral, kind life—the kind of neighbor you would like to have, one who values human life and values the purpose we have walking on this earth. So, in Christianity, which is the only inspired religion, the information therein, the Bible, there is no other way. X. Chapter 4, verse 12 is very clear. The information will allow us to even navigate through such evil times we live in. The the Western world has fallen. It is no longer a Christian nation. Um, It's quite exposed, really. It's exposed itself as being nothing but uh, immoral. And uh, that's sad to me, because it didn't just get there overnight. Obviously, it took some years, didn't it? And there's a scripture in the Bible that would explain that these people, you know, they certainly do speak the word Jesus. And some of them go to all sorts of churches Never Jesus never built. But they don't fear God. They don't adhere to the unique church Jesus built or to the unique common salvation, the plan of salvation, or to the way he wrote, we should worship him. It's it's a mess, and it's nothing new under the sun. Believers throughout existence have spiraled downwards. And uh, we find ourselves in the same location here now in history. A very difficult moment in history, once again, approaching around the corner uh, where uh, we might see civil war, world war uh, on our, at our shores once again. And um, that's concerning as parents. It's concerning as husbands and wives. It's concerning as human beings. But as Christians, first and foremost, we have to be level-minded, keep sober, don't allow the fear to uh, intoxicate you. Because fear can intoxicate you. And uh, if you are intoxicated by fear, you're not thinking straight. Many folks are intoxicated by a great many things. We tend to want to believe that only drugs and alcohol is what can intoxicate your mind away from sobriety. That's just not true. False religion. You can be drunken on false religion. Look at denominationalism and its many loyalists. Drunken on religious tradition man-made uh, enterprise and business masquerading itself as Christianity. It just isn't. Now, I'm not saying there, isn't, there aren't decent people in all these uh, organizations. There are. I have friends, family, neighbors, co-workers, things like that, that are members of churches Jesus never built, that are not spoken of in the Bible, and I consider them to be upstanding moral citizens, some of them. So that's not the problem. The problem is you can become drunken, your mind enticed and lured into um, an ancestral tradition that doesn't belong to God. God never created. And you can be drunken on those kind of things. I look at certain denominational worldviews such as Pentecostalism and everything that is around Pentecostalism, or Calvinism, Catholicism, uh, all these isms, if you will, within the, the denominational world. Uh, man, you know, some of these things, they masquerade themselves as Christianity, but uh, that ain't it. That's, that's, you're, you're intoxicated on false religious worldviews. And uh, that, of course, uh, produces fruit. And the way you see the world and how you react to what's taking place. Anyways, back to the point. There are many things that can intoxicate us: fear, false religion, uh, all sorts of things. We could go on and on with that, but we want to be sober-minded and take a look at what it is we recognize happening and from which direction it's coming from this socio-political landscape we now uh, have to live with. And we pray that it will change. And we certainly should be obligated or find an obligation within our passion to do the best we can with things. I pray faithful Christians, God-fearing Christians, who follow Jesus first and foremost in their lives, I pray that some will have the opportunity through God's providence, through our prayer, activating God's providence, To have some faithful, God-fearing Christians as our politicians, as our leaders, as our uh, military, as our law enforcement, as our judges, our lawyers, if we can once again bring to public life a God-fearing, Christ-following principle and practice, we, through many years, Can bring back a renewal or restore uh, the greatness of our nations to which we thanked God for at one time, but now we've become heathen. We've become pagan. We coexist. There's our diversity and all these slogans these corrupt politicians throw our way to call evil good and good evil. Of course, there's no problem with diversity. Diversity in what category are you speaking of? The way the corrupt government speaking about diversity is not the good way. We all have different skin color or different uh, shades of pigmentation. That doesn't. That shouldn't separate us. We're human beings. We speak different languages. We are born and raised in different geographical locations. Human beings are human beings. Corrupt individuals will try to divide that, and that, of course, is what takes place with corrupt politics. There is no inherent sin in government. It comes from God. There is no inherent sin in politics. Uh, or policies. The problem is when corrupt politicians infiltrate government and infiltrate our policies to bring down the nation as they have. And that's the, that's the sin. That's the lawlessness. That's the problem. So I categorize everything. And of course, before we get into it, um, we certainly have been paying attention, haven't we, to the Twitter files with Elon Musk. And that is... It just goes to show... The measurement of corruption that is currently um, oppressing the Western world, this fallen, broken country, it it, it goes deep, doesn't it? With sexual perversion, child sex trafficking rings, um, with lawless practices of corruption to manipulate and uh divisively control uh electoral outcomes so they've compromised our fundamental right to have a voice they've corrupted that they've contaminated it and these twitter files have been proving the point hard documented facts objective absolutes that in a honorable court of law could be produced and recognized And justice could be had where all who are corrupt are brought to punishment, consequence. And there will be no renewal of citizenry, our trust in government without those who are currently corrupt in the highest of powers being brought to justice. We we will never again be, you'll never have an America or a Canada who has a citizenry at peace and trusting the government uh, to a certain degree, mind you. Uh, without having these here individuals brought to um, consequence. So that's something that needs to happen. But these Twitter files have really been uh, revealing. Now, for those of us who have been paying attention to this now for years, we knew that. We knew that uh, what was going on. The whole pandemic was a lie. It was uh, utilized by corrupt globalist powers. Uh, to um, basically murder us, because they think it virtuous to change the weather somehow. It's all uh, very toxic, narcissistic kind of stuff, if you're looking into the psychology of it. But these uh, corrupt powers um, are being revealed, and the propagandist is being revealed. All these Mainstream news channels, all of them: CTV, CBC, CNN, MSN, uh, all of it, it, all of them. How they are under the payroll of all of this, and it goes back again to the structure of things. I've I've written uh, to make more sense of it for us. Uh, That's why I repeat it on every uh, every second week when it comes to our socio political conversations, because. It helps us again to understand really what's what's happening and how it's taking place and what they've been doing. So with these Twitter files, and, and it should this should be like everywhere. This should be the main talking point for all news outlets, but it isn't. It's demonized, it's thrown under the rug, it's slandered, it's spoken. We are seeing the facts. And the enemy is saying, "No, those aren't facts. You guys are just a bunch of conspiracy theorists, and uh, extremists, and Nazis, and bigots, and homophobes, and phobic this and phobic that." Those words and that attempt ha- has been losing its charm. Some of us have been some of it, some of us have been aware of this concern way back in 2020, even prior to that, but. Some are just slowly now getting getting to it. Be like, hey, I think the government's murdering us. Yeah, you think so? You think so? Really? Welcome to the club. What took you so long? Let me guess, you turned off the TV. Yeah, I got tired of everything that was... There you go. Welcome to the club. We turned off the TV, oh, I don't know, a decade ago. It's all state propaganda stuff. And uh, it's manipulative. And it's sad because I have family and neighbors and friends who are fully convinced the government loves them, cares for them and everything they're doing is for the greater good of this country. And they just don't see the blatant murder from more around the clock, the blatant murder of its citizens. And they've been hiding electoral processes. They've manipulated, they've been hiding uh, the true purpose of their whole quote unquote pandemic fear-mongering campaigns. It, 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 it's all structured to the globalist powers that hate us. They hate they. They see us truly as insects, even lower than insects. I, this is not conspiracy. Now, if I'd be telling you this twenty years ago, you'd think me to be a conspiracy theorist. No, 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 no. They were right. This is just reality. And how has it indeed been structured? What? Well, again, we go into my written formula to have us focused on how it is modulized in its various compartments in what's taking place. So, our identity, founded by our legal documents, which came from a higher power, in other words, God, through the principles of the Holy Bible, structured our nations, the Western world, what used to be known as Christian nations, were done so through our freedom received from Christ. See, we didn't seek the government's permission for our freedom because we knew the government was not the agency in which allocated freedom to its citizens. We knew our freedom came from Jesus Christ, our Lord and Master, through the written word of the New Testament system that you and I are submissive to. And because of that, our nations flourished and became some of the most powerful World leading uh, principalities uh, on the globe. Why? Because of this identity we used to hold. There was once a time when someone asked you, What does it mean to be an American? that the American citizen would know the answer. It's our identity, it's our independence, it's our freedom, it's our love for Christ, our Lord and Master. Why do you think we have trust uh, in God? Why do you you think we sing these songs, God bless America? Because it was Christ, the sole power and uh, purpose to our nation's identity. So because of that, we had nations that were pro-Christ, meaning if you were... In the public square, and you were a public figure, and you were involved with law enforcement or political uh, arenas, policies, governing powers, and uh, um, defense, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, teachers, academics, and all this kind of stuff—you were pro Christ. You had to respect that. You had to honor that. You're in a—you were in a Christian nation. So if you are going to operate in any capacity of influence in a Christian nation, you must adhere and respect and honor the Christian religion. And this is not bigoted, this is not anything like that. You go to all these other heathen and pagan countries, I assure you, they know this identity, and they keep their identity, and that's, the. I mean, but somehow, the minute you step on our shores, it becomes some kind of a, a problem. Again, they're calling good evil and evil good. So, because of our identity, which was founded uh by uh a higher power if you will or we founded our documents and our rights uh through the Christian principle we were pro christ we were pro life from conception to natural death we were pro family male female husband wife children when 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 one capable uh pro self defense security right the right to bear arms the right to have uh, that sense of security to protect oneself and home, community, neighborhood, state, country. And we were pro-country, borders, justice, law. That's why we flourished. That's why uh, we were allowed to become uh, the most valued and precious land that all sought to uh, migrate to. But now we are a fallen and broken country and because of the godless agenda. You see, the pro-Christ agenda and its five branches gave us peace. But now we live under the five branches of the godless agenda, which is everything in its opposition. Antichrist, anti-life, anti-family, Anti-self-defense and anti-country, and that's why we're fallen, and that's why we are currently vulnerable uh, and uh, open and naked to uh, global threat to uh, some very sinister and wicked villains uh, who are going to take it, who have been taken advantage of that. So, through this godless agenda, five branches of power have been infiltrated and corrupted. Number one, government. Number two, corporation. Number three, academia. Number four, entertainment. In other words, movies, music, and sports. And number five, media. News and social platforms. So, the five branches of godlessness have infiltrated, contaminated, and corrupted the five branches of power that is our public life. And all of them now purchased propaganda under the influence of the World Economic Forum and World Health Organization, which is foreign threat and interference. Make no mistake, we are at war. But it's just not the kind of war we are used to seeing at this very stage of it. But it will ultimately make its way sooner than later if we keep going through this trajectory um, at, a, at a sad bloodlust, in a violent, um, a very violent location we don't want to be found again in. But that's what's taking place. Look at the depravity, the immorality. Number one, we stopped thanking God for the blessings Number two, we accepted the uh, erroneous, erroneous uh, worldviews uh, that have been debunked a long time ago. We brought them back and we received them and we, and, and we uh, lavished in them. These godless worldviews, atheism, evolution, and they were able to get to us by calling itself science. That's not science. Atheism and evolution is not science. But it worked didn't it the devil's influence worked with it It convinced us that yeah there is no god so we stopped thanking him we stopped believing in him and now we fill the void with everything under the sun every sinful thing under the sun doctor assisted suicide for our youth abortion for our babies euthanasia for our elders yeah and those who don't fall into those categories are perverted by the lgbtq agenda so you have all of these things taking place through the isms right Uh, what else do we have the whole thing with socialism forgiving student debt forgiving this forgiving that oh everything's free that's a lie nuclear war they are they're, they're, they're seeking to provoke that There's always a new pandemic, a new fear. Now it's climate change. You know, it was a virus. They they want to mix viruses with, with climate change and all this. All of it is a lie. It's all fear to control us and have us depopulated. Gun control, they're taking away all our guns here in Canada. And I assure you, they're going to be taking away all your guns over in America too. Unless you take a stand. It's not for our good. They're lying to us. It's not science. They're lying to us. It's not health care. They're lying to us. We are currently governed by individuals. Our own prime minister has said that we listen to our health authorities. Well, wait a minute. I thought we listened to the prime minister and his cabinet. No, he publicly said, we're not in control of Canada anymore. We just do what the health authorities say. And what are the health authorities? Well, it's your Carl Schwab's and all these uh globalist powers with the uh world economic forum and world health organizations and various other uh, powers bill gates and all these characters are truly meaning what they are saying when they publicly say we're going to murder a very large amount of the population to save the planet earth shortage in food pride month gun control inflation depletion and so on the isms The influence of atheism, godlessness, lack of knowing Jesus Christ and his love, equals liberalism, progressivism, socialism, fascism, Marxism, communism, tyranny, oppression, both physically and spiritually. Friends, we could not have employment. We could not travel outside our state. We could not congregate as a church to worship God. We were not allowed basic human decent privileges in the community can't go to the restaurant can't go shopping can't go here can't go there you don't have your papers they are still with this program by the way social credit score system coming in Australia has already put that in in motion in power you can't purchase uh, cryptocurrency if your social credit system score is not sufficient to the government's demands We live under the oppression of big government. They have their hands in all of it. Again, corporation, academia, entertainment, media, and religion, sadly. A great many religious places. So this is the state of our Western world, on the verge of total collapse. But what about us Christians? What are we going to do? Well, we have our hope in Christ, don't we? We will persevere through challenges until we depart from this fallen world. Christians outlived the Romans. And the Roman power and oppression was the biggest on earth. It had conquered the world. Yet still, they went away and believers remained. What about the Egyptians? They went away. What remained? Believers in God. Christians who are faithful will remain. Even once Canada is no longer seen or recognized, they've changed the history, no one will... We'll see artifacts in a thousand years from now. Speaking of, ah, this is strange. What does it say? I think it says Canada. Can it, what is Canada? What is America? We'll be teaching classes about that somewhere, somehow. But you know what will be there in a thousand years from now? Christians. Yeah, we outlive everyone. We outlive everything. Because Christ said he'd build a kingdom that men couldn't destroy with their hands. A spiritual house can't be destroyed by physical hands that's why you and i we shouldn't allow these things to bring us too much anxiety right let's worry for today there's enough of it filling up the day that we don't need to worry about tomorrow god has tomorrow under control he knows what's going to happen tomorrow you and i don't so we trust him it's a fallen world but we'll live and if we don't live we get to go to heaven with him this this place here it's not forever Contrary to popular beliefs, it's but a vapor. You're here for a little while, and you go away. You go on to the next life. And the next life is the important one, the priority, because the next one never ends. And you'll either, by your own decisions made on this earth, choose to go to heaven or go to hell. And hell is not a party where everyone congregates, smokes cigars, and plays cards with a whole bunch of uh, naked women around. No, no. Hell, you are isolated. You are lonely. You are in the dark. You are among the flame. The worm never dies. Gnashing of teeth, pain, suffering, hate. It's a it's a most terrible location to go. And the scriptures reveal that window into that afterlife that we don't want to go. We want to go to heaven. Peace, eternal peace and purpose with our Lord and Master. Love forevermore never again to die, never again to feel pain, to be sick, to go through these wars and these wicked, evil people. We have wealth in heaven. We need to build it here, though. And so we keep our focus on heavenly wealth. And we do our best to speak the truth and influence those around us in a far off with the good news of Christ. We get educated on current events Not to spiral downward with the world, but rather to make educated decisions regarding those who are placed into leadership. We have to take a stand. There's a lot of evil stuff going on. We have to act. We have to act upon it. It's called for us now in self-defense. Parents are rising up against these academic uh, faculties and school boards who are... have our little children exposed to uh, pedophilia and organize, uh, extremist organizations, uh, uh, ter- uh, tor- um, terrorist organizations such as Antifa and Black Lives Matter or the KKK. Hey, no prejudice here, man. All these groups are evil, wicked, hateful groups. They do nothing but cause chaos, loot and murder, burn down cities. They want to defund law enforcement. They want to do all sorts of evil things. We we need to get strong as Christians. We need to stop waving the white flag and being cowards. We have to stand up. We do not, not as Christians, practice retaliation or revenge. Our form of violence is only met with self-defense. When it's time to protect the country from foreign threat, and I tell you this much, Some of us may have questioned the motives and the reasons behind several wars that have been documented and recorded. But the war that we're in right now and the war that's around the corner, it's a very easy discernment. We're fighting good against evil right now. There's not a gray area. It's very black and white. There's the good side and the bad side. And that's all there is to it. You have the side who is pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-family, pro-self-defense, and pro-country. And you have the side who is anti-Christ, anti-life, anti-family, anti-self-defense, and anti-country. What business do we have with each other? There's no fellowship there. We are separated. That doesn't mean we can't love them and pray for them. But we're not going to promote, encourage, or facilitate, or cultivate any further this delinquency. This immoral depravity. No, we're going to stand up against it, even if it costs our lives. Are you aware that over here now in Canada, they come to your door, law enforcement comes to your door, if you dare speak any opposing view contrary to our government's agenda. If I were to dare say that All who are in our government now in power and control are corrupt and need to be brought to justice that they can come at the door and seek to find me, question me, because I dared question Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Are you aware of that? And you want me to believe we're in a free country? See, some people are still very delusional. Mass psychosis. They are truly non-sentient. They truly believe the lies propagated to them from CTV, CNN, Global, all of the uh, mainstream uh, news formats. And that's sad because we're trying to reach these people with the good news of Jesus Christ. But they are so enamored and snared into this uh, almost zombie-like posture uh, that they just regurgitate whatever the TV tells them. They can't think for themselves. And sadly, that's crept into the church. When a citizenry cannot think for themselves independently, they're not going to be aware uh, of the threat. And uh, sadly for a great many of us, when we wake up to the threat, um, the damage has been done. Families have been divided. Churches have been divided. Friendships have been broken. All at the hands of very corrupt, manipulative, uh, and uh, prideful uh, uh, tyrants, bullies, and oppressors. It, it 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 runs the same way from the political landscape to the spiritual realm within the church, and sadly, uh, we Christians have uh, dropped the ball. We've waved the right flag. We we've, we've gotten idle and vain, and we we've, we've gotten bored, apathetic. And uh, um, I'm afraid God's gonna spark some passion in in many of us. Times get tough, creates strong men, and uh, we're waking up to all that. So there it is. Anyways, a bit of socio-political conversation for you on this Friday in this podcast session. Be sure to subscribe to the channel if you find any worth in the information. You can reach out to me at any time. Obviously, addedsouls.com is the website. And um, please consider uh, getting involved. And if, you'd li- if you're would if you in the community, if you're from New Brunswick and uh, you'd like to get together with me and study the scriptures, I'd love to show you what I've been studying for so many years. Um I'd like to share with you what's taking place, so that you and I together can uh, learn. You know, uh, reach out to me. Reach out to me. Is that good? Have yourself a safe weekend. If you'd like to see a bit more of me and the family, by all means, you can do so by finding us over at AddedSouls.Locals.com or on Facebook. We're also there on Facebook. I have a personal profile, and I also have the Added Souls Facebook page. A lot of good stuff coming with the face, uh, the added souls Facebook page. Got a new team rolling out in 2023. A lot of good men and women in the church faithful. Going to be producing live videos, uploading videos, uh, sharing uh, uh, posts and and articles. And uh, so uh, we're going to be doing what I've set out to be doing since 2011, and that's a beautiful thing. God has uh, allowed us to to work for Him. That's a that's a beautiful thing. Today we thank God, don't we? Food, shelter, and clothing. Christ, his word, his church, friends, we are blessed. Holidays around the corner, food, music, presents, family, all that kind of good stuff. Is that okay? Be safe, man. Stay safe, obviously. Stay focused and positive. We'll talk to each other again next time, Lord willing, and God bless.